Hi everyone. Hey. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of Ten Ten with the Command, the podcast brought to you well by Netflix, but mainly <laughs> by me, Talani, and and me, Gina. Hello, hello, Gina. How are you today? Do you know what? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. I'm trying okay, I'm trying to convince myself because the truth is that I'm tired and it's raining, but I'm happy to be alive. You know? Good. And also we're not gonna be the people that starts off the podcast complaining about British weather. We've been here long enough. We know what it is. It is part of just <laughs> living in the UK. So we're gonna be okay with it, okay? Yeah, but part of also British uh temperament is complaining all the time. About, all the and time. I feel like I deserve all the I love, time. I actually love complaining about weather. I'm Same. not gonna lie. It is one of my favourite things about being British is that I can just complain and it's just a conversation. Yes. It's not a complaint. It's just me talking. And there was a great TV show back in the day and it was on, I think it was on Channel 4 and it was just Grumpy Old Men, it was called. Ooh, and it was just a bunch of grumpy it, men just complaining. That's Yes, that's it what I need. so good. And I want someone to bring it back. Just have British people just complaining about British things like getting a carrier bag or paying 5p for it or refusing to actually pay the 5p and carrying everything on your head. So you <laughs> don't pay for it. <laughs> I would love to have another podcast where we just do that. So if Netflix would also like to sponsor that one, just I'd be up complain ab- about stuff. Well, okay, what yeah. would be this week's complaint? Uh, insects, bugs, spiders. You were on the phone with me last night. You heard... Yes. I hate spiders so much. Why? You do. do you know what I hate about spiders? Do you know what? All right. Uh, let me just have a second to complain okay, about go, this. Go, right? go for it. Go. So here's what it is. My house, I don't know what it is. Spiders just love it. I don't know whether it's like too like I don't know what it is. Cool. Um, and I posted a TikTok about how I hoovered up a spider and when I looked in the bag, it was still alive, like still like doing the salsa, you know, all that, yeah. whatever. Tap dancing in the hoover. Fine. And people were like, oh, you shouldn't kill it. Innocent spider. You know, they only get one life. Who gets two lives? Who gets what two? Do, do you get two lives? Do you know what? I'm like, sorry, unless they're going to start paying my mortgage, they're fucking trespassing. They've got to go. Them and, and all, the rest of the family. All of them got to go. I don't believe in not killing insects. No, I don't truth. either. I'm like, so sorry. I'm sorry. That's my truth. I don't, I'm not scared of them. I just don't like them in my space. Yeah, I, it does feel disrespectful. That being said, I do have one spider who is, he's, he's sorting out the insects on the windowsill. So I'm leaving him. I'm leaving him. But right, everyone okay. else has got to go. Okay, cool. That's Fair. what I'd complain about. What about you? Um, my complaint is a Netflix-related complaint, actually. Oh. <laughs> mm, direct that to customer support? Or? Um, I would like you to tell them directly, or if they're listening, please hear me out. To okay. be fair, it's not just Netflix. It's the whole movie industry is my complaint-based app. I just want to know how many more films are going to be based on a young couple buying a lovely house outside the state somewhere, the mm. man or the woman, kind of cheating, kind of not, with someone that's an actual mad person, and then spends <laughs> the whole time stalking this new couple and trying to kill the partner oh but i actually really like if for somebody who hates cheating as a trope in films i actually love that trope whether where they cheat or whatever and then the person and then ends the up being crazy. a psychopath and then oh, wants to it. kill their because partner and everything isn't that the the um synopsis of beyonce's obsession that yes, film that she obsession there's a new one on netflix called the intruder it is of every mm. like it was one with um is it omar epson recently that was on netflix as and well and there was one and with brenda song as well how the one that was many Kipton. more of these can we have how long's a piece of string <laughs> like why do we keep making do you know what it is i think it's because people watch it i think people watch it every single time yeah and i think we watch it because it's a weird payback for cheating in our little heads yeah that's what you get if you didn't cheat that wouldn't have happened and maybe it's what we slightly hope for i mean i don't hope for whoever my partner cheats on me with to come and try and kill me but mm. 
if they want to kill that person. If they want, exactly, exactly. Well, yeah. No, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's, it's a payback thing. And I'm like, it's deserved. I love it. That is my favourite. If they're going to put cheating in a film, it's a bit of I can't believe you like that. Yeah, I really do. Because I don't like cheating. I hate it. I, I hate mean, it. No one loves it. No, but some people love it. They love it in films and they love it a bit too much and it makes me fucking suspicious. I do like a bit of infidelity in films, especially when it's an infidelity that's like they cheat on the real love of their lives. I'm like, fair. Oh, you mean they cheat with them, you mean? No, they cheat with, sorry. They cheat with the real love of their lives. Mm, That mm. I can forgive because it's like, of course you would. Don't we all have that one person if they came knocking if we married someone else would still cheat? No? Absolutely fucking not. No, I've got too much trauma to allow it. Honestly, I'll be like, fuck off, fuck off. Wait, so give you a scenario. Let's say it's a film. You're married, happily married, living a great life, whatever. Yeah. And then the truest love of your life comes knocking at your door. And it's if like, it's the truest love of my life, why are we not together now? Because life happens, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> whatever, let's move on. Cool. Yeah, okay. What okay. are you watching this week? <laughs> Who are we talking to this week? I don't want to get angry. <laughs> I'm really excited. I, I mean, so am I. I said that's all calm and collected because I've made a fall out of myself. <laughs> um, so Too Hot to Handle season two is mm-hmm. out. It For sure those is. who are, don't remember what Too Hot to Handle is about, the premise is that extremely hot people get together on an island and they're not allowed to have any sexual contact whatsoever, which ranges from having sex to as small as kissing, even a, a little bit too much for dry umping. They don't love it. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. You get punished Uh, There's a pot of money And you get less money The more you do those kind of things Uh, But we are speaking to Marvin and Melinda This is very exciting for us And we can't wait to talk to them We can't wait to see what they're about They are both extremely attractive human beings Um, Both me and Gina probably should have made an effort for this interview But here we are (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be fine (laughs) Too Hot to Handle is back With a bag Welcome to the party! We've got 10 new super hot sizzling singles. It's gonna be a sexy summer, man. Usually what I look for in a guy is just like a one night hangout. For those of you who need reminding, there is to be no kissing, no heavy petting, and no sex. Yo, we are too hot to handle! Okay, firstly, you both look stunning. You look incredible, both of you. Thank oh my goodness. You. Wow. I mean, more Melinda, less Marvin. No offence. Ah. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> no shake. No shake, no shake. No shake. <laughs> But you look all right. Um, but Thank Melinda, you. you look beautiful. And Thank you kept you. beautiful the whole show. Thank you so much. The first question me and Gina both have to ask is, how did you keep your makeup matte? I have no idea. I, I I guess I wear a good primer from Milk, and I also wear the Savage X Fenty. That's the Savage primer. Brianna had it on point, but she kept me matte and just thick throughout the whole day. Even when it was really hot, eighty degrees, didn't move not one bit. Shit, is that is that a beauty podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we have to know, Marvin. We've got oh, all good. It's sunny in, in the UK. We need to know. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Marvin is feeling left out. Let's Don't worry, Marvin. Keep <laughs> talking about makeup. No problem. <laughs> we will get to you, Marvin. Um, how are you guys? How are you post-show? How are you two? Are we still loving? Are we we loving Zavid from a distance. 
because of COVID and the distance. Paris, we got New York City. So we're loving from a distance. Okay. Yeah, but still loving, still. Okay, so what does distant loving look like? Uh, It's like, it's been a little bit complicated because like we just got out from the show and like it was whole like a fairy tale because like we were like together every day and we built that whole relationship. It was like just amazing. And when we went home, you know, with the time and we were like away with the corona and everything, we couldn't meet each other. So at a certain time, it was like, all right, we're going to just like see how it goes and like try to meet up. But like since that time in the villa, we didn't meet up. So can I just say how much I appreciate it? Because you know what? It's only until I watched this season that I realized how I, how much I had not seen this. I was literally begging for you both to get together. I was like, please. Like, but I was like, Marvin, Melinda is literally the most beautiful person there. Please, what? Marvin, please, please get together, get together, get. And then you, when you were together, I was like, oh my goodness, the, the, <gasps> the power couple, the black power oh! couple, glistening <laughs> in the sun. And the way the melanin just got enriched during the episode, I was like, yes, yes. Yes! Yeah. I absolutely love oh my gosh. I loved it so much. <sighs> I just wanted to personally say that I was a huge fan from the beginning. And, oh, oh, oh both you. of you. Both of you. Do you know what it is? We watch loads of like these kind of shows, like villa, hot people, beautiful people getting together. And unfortunately for us and the shows that we've watched, history has shown us that black women don't get picked. Yes. And it's been really sad to watch, especially just to like, as a black woman ourselves, just right. like, come on, pick, like, look at her. She's beautiful. Exactly. Sort of thing. So did you have those reservations before going in, Melinda? What was you, like, what was you thinking? Oh my God. 100%. When I first got to the villa, I was like, oh my God, I hope someone likes me, which is weird. Cause I, I never have that mindset, but after seeing a, a bunch of shows like uh, Love Island and seeing like how there's maybe one black girl and she's having a hard time finding a connection in love mm-hmm. and being picked. That was my biggest concern with going on too hot to handle that someone i will be that one person i won't have anyone and that no one will like me that was my biggest concern and it doesn't show to real life because like i mean i go to the black club so of course i get looked at but in sometimes in the big world <laughs> it doesn't really it doesn't, it doesn't reflect all the time um but marvin what was it about melinda that made you feel like yeah okay make it good Mara. make it good don't don't leave nothing out <laughs> <laughs> we want every detail talk to bottom no the first day when i came in i was like yeah this is the first girl I want to like get to know but like still is I don't want to get like too involved yet but like this is the first one I was feeling comfortable with like the the conversation was flowing and I just felt comfortable so I wanted that to like carry on but after that we know we have two big tempers so Mm -hmm. fought a lot and me Mm -hmm. I I needed time also like to just get involved in everything you know uh, before the show I've only been in one relationship for a long term. So it was quite hard. We didn't understand right. every time. But at the end, it was just like even better because like of all we've been through. Absolutely. 100%. I'm glad that you mentioned that, you know, that was a person that you wanted to get to know and it took some time because you both did play play some games with right. each other a little bit. There was definitely a lot of games going on. There was a lot of games on both sides. I'll be honest, will it dive same to you as well? Both of you. Um, <laughs> but you managed to get together in the end. What, is it yeah. when you were both sort of like, oh, I'm not sure. I want to wait and see how it goes, et cetera, et cetera. Did you both know, like being honest, did you both know that you just always wanted to end up together, but you just wanted to sort of play it cool? Oh, I was that girl. Like, I know I'm a half him. Like, I'm, I'm, in my mind, I knew I was going to have him. It was just the, the process of getting him because he knew I wanted him. 
he pushed me away and I never give up. So I was still fighting for that, but I was also keeping my options open on the side, but I was yeah. still fighting for that. So yeah. it, was, it was, it was, it was so hard. It was like a tug of war with Marvin. Yeah. Which yeah. I liked his little games, but then I got tired. <laughs> I got real tired. I think we all do. <laughs> Marvin, I actually have a question for you. And just be wary that you are representing all men right now as I ask this question. So answer wisely. Does making a guy jealous work? Yes, that's a good question. Does it? It depends. It depends on the girl. But like my situation with Melinda, it definitely worked. Like when she was talking to someone else, I was like, I was it's like really <laughs> i'm trying not to show it but like it worked it worked with me like, so does it only work when you like the girl no i think just like when you like someone some sometimes you don't realize it and you know some stuff have to happen so you yeah. get like the wake-up call like oh yeah i definitely yeah. like her and i don't want to see her with someone else i wouldn't accept that i wouldn't like I couldn't stay in the villa, and she she's with someone else. Like, oh, really? that's that good good male ego come into play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that great male ego. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so not to air out our business, but me and Gina have been single for a while. Yeah, just, just a little, just a little bit of time. Just a pandemic and then some. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys are both incredibly hot, beautiful people, and we just wanted some tips from you. For us, in terms of how how do we play this game correctly? How do we attract a guy from across the room? If we like someone in a room from us, how do we attract them? What are the tips and the mm. tricks to get what you want? Because you both got what you wanted. My tips are be yourself. Don't try to change who you are to attract what you think he might want. For me, I stay true to myself, my silly, funny, sexy self. <laughs> and I saw like, Obviously, Marvin was hot. So I, my, my plan was not to go after him too quick. Kind of like flirt, give a little eye contact, smile, laugh at his jokes, even if they're corny. And just, <laughs> <laughs> and just go with the flow. Be yourself. Nice. Don't change. And Marvin, do you, I know that you gave the question to Melinda, but as somebody with a French accent, <laughs> how mm, much mm. do you because i know at least like when we go to america as british people and with a british accent uh we oh. get told that you know the the english accent is going to be something that people like you know blah, blah blah and you know you can kind of use that to your advantage marvin how often do you lean on that french accent to make you unique and special and appealing every time like every time every two three sentences <laughs> Use a French kind of accent, a strong French accent, something. <laughs> yeah. Just just a little bit, you know. Just- <laughs> yes, because <laughs> yes, no, we do that too, like as Brits. Like- so you remember I'm French, but not every time, but like just really. Mm. Yeah, you got you just pepper them little French phrases in there so they know. It, it got me. Special, yeah. <laughs> I was sold. <laughs> just to talk a little about the show so the whole premise of the show is that you're like you are beautiful people who have a lot of money at stake to not kiss hug fondle wank sleep with each other all everything that comes under the the sexual touching category how hard was it really because i have someone watching it i'm like it's the 100k guys just stop touching each other what is wrong with you why mm. was it so hard for me it was hard because i'm always used to getting what i want so to have rules saying that I can't have this made me want it more. And I'm trying to bear with a really hot, 
six foot four Parisian. Yeah, you expect <laughs> you expect me not to want to cop a film. I would never pass up that chance. I can't even lie. Come on like, now. I believe that I don't even blame you. Uh, girl, okay. And you expect like, me not to cop a film on the blanket? Like, Lana, I like you, Lana, but I like her more. Like, I, girlfriend. So it, it was so, hard. Yeah. Money's there to be made. You can make the money again. It's fine. I'll work harder. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Money comes and goes, but experiences and memories last forever. And I value that way more than money. And you two lost the most money oh. in the one go. <laughs> you know, this will, this will be out a lot enough times that it won't be a spoiler because you did you did lose the most money. When that happened, how nervous were you the next day to tell your <gasps> fellow cast members that you had lost that amount of money? Because at the time, I guess you didn't know how much you were going to be penalised for. Yeah, but I think when you're watching the show, you don't realize how much pressure you can get. And I was like, oh, it's, it's a TV show. It's, it's nothing. But when you're in it and you lose, like, money, and you know you have, you have to confront everybody, like, yeah, it's, it's quite hard. Like, you can even, like, some days, Melinda and I, we were feeling, like, by ourselves and, like, just separated from the group because, like, we didn't mess up too much, so... Yeah. It was lots of pressure, but like... Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like yeah. you felt it. You felt it in the air. You felt the animosity towards yeah, us. Exactly. But we handled it. faces. Yeah. Rolling I, up and down. I definitely saw it. I feel like even watching it, I was like, oh God. Uh-huh. God it was so uncomfortable. You just looked like you'd been told off and then <laughs> had to like skulk away. I mean, oh. luckily you did, as you said, and made it worth a while and it was a, and it was a worthwhile connection. But I was like, oh. <laughs> just like looking under... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, was it a worthwhile connection? Was it worth losing that money? Yeah, it was an investment. You know, when you build a business, you spend a lot of money for it. And I feel like Melinda and I spent a lot of money, but we came out with a lot more than anybody else. So I actually really hear what you're saying, Marvin. They're giving you a hard time. I yeah. get what you're saying. It was so, an investment yeah. into a longer, more fulfilling. Yeah. All right, yes, Marvin. <laughs> All right. You saved yourself. <laughs> we have a secret for you both. Um, so this is our second episode on Too Hot to Handle. And I'm going to say it now, just to clear the room. And Melinda, I'm sorry to do this to your man in front of you. Um, but me and Gina were sending each other voice notes about how attractive you are, Marvin. It's when you walk... I'm sorry, Melinda. You can you can, you can can cut your eye at me if you want. You can... Whatever you need to do. But wait, I need wait, to get wait, out say it, system. say it. Because I might agree. Because Gina sent the voice note. She was like... A man is going to walk into that room and you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about as soon as he walks in. And then as soon as Marvin walked in, I said, I know exactly who you are talking about. And I need to know everything about him sort of thing. So I just thought I should clear the air and just let you know how attractive we we, we all find you in this room. So hot. How does that feel for you to carry the weight of attractiveness on your shoulders consistently, Marvin? <laughs> he does. He, he, he carry it well. Let me answer for you. He carry it well. <laughs> no, just being attractive is just like working on yourself, working on your body, like trying to look good, trying to dress good. Like it's important like for, for you to feel confident and just do the right thing to be attractive. So it's so a question for the both of you. What do you feel like you learned from the experience and being in the show? I've learned to be patient and not try to constantly get things my way. Mm. I've learned to kind of just take a step back and evaluate the situation and not try to go, well, I want this. I want it now on my terms because mm. I always get what I want. 
But Marvin has taught me, relax, be patient, and things will, good things will come. You just got to let it flow. And I've never been told that. So for me, it was a big, big learning step for me. And yes. Marvin, I thank you for that. You taught me patience. And Marvin, what about you? What, what did you learn from the experience? Because you, and again, this might be a spoiler, hopefully, but if you haven't finished it, please turn it off now for five seconds. You won the entire show. Yeah. So, you know, what have you taken away? I mean, other than the money, what have you taken away from the experience? <laughs> oh, I, I've taken a lot. Like, just learning to, like, get interesting in people. Like, because me, I'm, I'm sometimes self-centered. Like, I think a lot about myself, my stuff, my, you know, my company, like, my business and stuff. And, like, during this whole retreat, I've learned to, like, look at someone, not from what they are physically, but like for what they are inside. And I felt like the connection we had with Melinda was like just built from that whole process. Oh. And I feel like yeah, it was just a great experience. And I, I think it was just really becoming better, becoming better oh. and just looking to people and looking to yourself. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Got a tear in my eye. Hold on. That was a beautiful answer. That was so, a really beautiful answer. That's so nice, Marvin. Don't mess up the beautiful yeah. makeup, Melinda. You literally look right. 20 million out My lashes are $30. Don't, don't <laughs> <be kidding. laughs> I, I can only get three words out of these, all right? I'm on my third right. <laughs> Oh, that is so lovely to hear and lovely to see your reaction as well, Melinda. That's really, really sweet. Because you know what? When, sometimes when you watch these things, you don't believe the relationships are genuine. You're like, oh, it's just right. a show. They're just going for right. it. So it's actually quite nice to see a genuine reaction and be like, no, like you feel this way about each other. Yeah. And obviously the pandemic has kind of ruined dating for everybody. Like yeah. it's affected everybody and everything like that. We're back in life. Um, so before <laughs> the show, what was your lot's dating life like? How did you used to take dating? How did you approach it? Were you ever in anything serious or anything like that? Me, not at all. Like just me, I'm, I'm the kind of person, I don't think about like getting into a serious relationship. Or just flirting. I just want to get to know people. And if we spend two days, three days, one month, six months, one year together, it's great. But me, from, for myself, I've been just in one relationship for two years. And all the rest was just like flirting and just, you know, nothing serious. But I, I never thought about, yeah, I want to get into a serious relationship or not. It just happened. You just meet people. And if it's the right one, you can meet her like at 20 years old, 30 years old. You just right. stay with that person. But don't, right. I, don't, I don't like people forcing relationships. Yeah. I want to throw the question to you also, Melinda, but I had a quick question on that, Marvin. Do you both think, based on how you used to date prior to the show, that, because I think in those kind of situations, you know, you're on a beautiful island, you know, as you as you said, like there were moments where it felt like it was just the two of you. And it's not often that you actually get that when you're outside of those right. environments. Like you don't get the chance of the time, unless it's a lockdown, to just be the two of you and things like that. Do you think that you both would have progressed with like a relationship outside of scenario so quickly? I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Because I, mm, it's for one, like being in the real world is different. There's, for me, I get distracted. There's distractions. We have things going on in our personal lives that we have to attend to. So if right. Marvin and I were to like be a couple outside, if we weren't on the show, it would have been difficult. Yeah. Like really difficult. Yeah. It would have been hard, 100%. Like, uh, Marvin has things going on. I have things going on. But since we were on an island secluded, it was just us, it was easy. 
it was easy to just focus on each other and understand each other and talk to each other and get to know each other. So I, I felt like I really got to see Marvin. Marvin really got to see me. And there was no distractions besides the rubrics and all the other stuff. But yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. 100%. The real world is difficult. Marvin might got distracted by some other chick. I might get distracted by some other guy. It, I would have been getting mad. It would have been really hard. I don't even know if we would have tried something. Right. Mm. Outside. Like, and this is the great thing about the show. Like, it it also amplifies amplifies a lot because, like, you're inside and everything. Mm -hmm. We're just like connected. Like, you, you, I don't think you can get that in the real world. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was really jealous. I was like, damn, they look so tanned and lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Must be bloody nice. I'm sitting in the UK. It's bloody raining, and I'm just looking at you. Like, the skin is glistening. I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was great. It was great. Melinda, what about you? How did you used to date prior to being on the show? Ooh. Prior to being on the show, I used to go out a lot, drink a lot, and just, like, I love to flirt. I'm a big flirter. So I always, again, got what I wanted. So And for me, I didn't care. But since being off the show, oh, I did a whole 360 turnaround completely. I don't drink. I don't go out as much as I used to. Oh, no, no, no. I don't go out as much as I used to. Well, even though it was COVID, I still don't even go out. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just like, now I see things in a whole different light. Thanks to the show. Like now, I will go out and I'll want to get to know somebody. I want to talk. Mm. I don't want to go to a bar on a first date. I want to go to a walk in the park. I want to yeah. go rock climbing. I want to do fun activities versus getting drunk and then oh, go, go hook up. For me, that's oh, off that's the table. Good. Yeah. That's nice. I won't even so suggest a bar. So you building deeper relationships now, like deeper, more intense 100%. relationships. Yep. Really nice. Yeah. Um, but but still keeping it fun. Of course. It has to be done. Um, I was going to ask you both, what's been your both your favorite memories from the show? So one memory that you think you, every time you think about it, it makes you smile, makes you laugh, or whatever it makes you feel, but your favorite uh, memory from the show? My favorite memory was on the boat with Marvin when we really got a chance to leave the retreat from everyone and really just have our time together and talk and really, really get to know each other at that moment. I was like, wow. Like my heart was fluttering. I was happy. The moment was beautiful. He looked good. The six pack was out. It's true. I was ready to risk it all. Gina, calm down. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, Gina. Yeah, no, Melinda, I was saying you look good too. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, wait, Gina, wait, wait, Gina, wait. You want me to? Wait, wait, wait. Is that no, no, no. She does. She does. <laughs> <laughs> she was really into that moment as much yeah, as you so were. Yeah. Marvin, what was your favorite memory? My favorite moment was the my first green light. First green light. It was about the whole day because we had a workshop just before. Mm. I opened up, talking about my family, my relationship with my mom, my father not being there. And then we just like had a time with Melinda on that like rock. And there was just the two of us. The, the, we were seeing the sea and like, it was just unbelievable, like a timeless moment. And I had my <laughs> grandma and we kissed. It was just like unreal. And I feel like this is the kind of like, Timeless moment. You're going to remember your whole life. Just the feeling. It's just like crazy. 
Marvin, Marvin, I said to start with the the the, the, the sweet stuff. Like so I'm, damn lashes, god damn it! <laughs> oh my gosh, she can't cope. It's so cute. Uh, you not make it look like I might try to find love in a relationship. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's time. Yeah, it might be time. <laughs> um, so we always ask our guests to give us a recommendation on Netflix, so a TV show or film, whatever that they've watched on Netflix that they love and they think other people would love. So of course we're gonna ten ten would recommend Too Hot to Handle, of course. But aside from that, is there any shows that you guys have been watching that you love that you'd recommend to our audience? I would say Love Island. I like I like Love Island. Mm-hmm. Mm. I I, wa- I watched that a lot, and I'm just like, oh, this is great. This is juicy. Wait, she left who? Wait, she's with <laughs> oh, my heart be pounding. I'm like, oh god, this is spicy. Do you watch a UK version as well? Yes, I watch all uh, of them. Nice, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Marvin, me, I would say like I can say series and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, La Casa de Papel. Oh, good. Oh. Money Good option. In English. Good taste. Yeah, this one, Narcos. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. We have the same yeah. taste. This one. <laughs> wow. Wow. The connection. Let me just Watch go through one of that. I'm going to go to that. <laughs> Oh, it's unbelievable. That's a really good option. They're really good options. Oh, mm-hmm. I had one more question to ask you, and it's about Lana. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh. That oh. bitch. This fucker. <laughs> God damn. Um, did you ever get, I just kept thinking like when people were doing stuff and getting caught and doing stuff and getting caught and doing stuff and getting caught. I was wondering whether you just considered turning her off, just fucking <laughs> her out. I don't know whether anyone ever, did you, did anyone ever do that? I would have done that. Did you? Turn the liner off? Yeah. I, may, I, I might have thrown my bra over her head to like cover her eyes. For the <laughs> like, don't watch this. Brown people stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I might have thrown the bra over her little cone. It's a turnaround. <laughs> yeah, just annoying sometimes. Just like every day she was saying, oh, you lost that money, that money. That, that it was a never-ending, like, oh. nightmare, I would say. But like... <laughs> <laughs> and, and okay, well, this was great. Honestly, amazing. I don't have anything else to say. I really enjoyed <laughs> speaking to you. <laughs> thank you guys so much. So, so great. Uh... Thank you. Thank you. And wish you guys all the luck. And if you ever want to come to London, we're here. We'll take you out. We'll be great. Absolutely. We will. Yeah, please do. Thank you guys so much. All right. I'll see you. Bye. Oh, my God. It's not just about sex. It's way deeper. If this is what love feels like, I don't ever want to lose it. Cheers to a deep chat and cheers to deep deep penetration. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, would you look at that? Me and Marvin have the same TV taste. Don't beg it. (laughs) Don't be that person that is holding on to any little thing to be like, this is why we should be together. (laughs) Because we both like films and TV. He doesn't. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that was great though. Um, yeah, it was very really nice to talk to them. I'm not convinced they're still together. I don't know if that's hope for me to still be with Marvin, but I'm just not convinced by it. But hey, <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> we're, wait- we're, wait- we're waiting in the wings. Waiting in the wings. If, you- if you need an understudy, if you need an understudy, we're here. <laughs> Seriously, the wives. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, what are your recommendations this week? What have you been watching? What do you want the people them to watch? 
Okay, so I actually have two recommendations. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Uh, so the first one is more so something that has been popping on the internet that if you've seen people talking about, I can give you more insight into what it's about. Okay. Uh, so this one is called uh, Bo Burnham Inside. If you'd have told me a year ago that I'd be locked inside of my I don't know who Bo Burnham is. I don't. Uh, he started as a YouTuber, he's a really, really popular YouTuber, also like does comedy, that kind of stuff. Um, but then he went on to like make films. So he made this really popular and really good film called Eighth Grade, um, which is like a coming of age film that's young girl who's in like, I love grade, coming of age films. Yeah, it's you really my, good film. One of my favourite films is um, Little Miss Sunshine. What, what's that? What's it? Oh, yeah, I One yeah. of my favourite films. I love coming of age films. If you liked that, I think you'd really like Eighth Grade. Okay. Um, and so he's made this, uh, I guess I guess it's a comedy special, but it's kind of dark because he's very, he's very introspective in it. But he's yeah. made this comedy special uh, that takes place during the pandemic, the lockdown. Um, and all of it is filmed, written, created, directed, etc. in the confines of his house. Uh, so all of it is based in him being inside. Um, If you're not a big musical number person, you may struggle to get into this little bit. I would say persevere, but it is... A lot, a lot of the comedy is done through music and him, his songs and stuff like that. So he will burst into song. That is something to know. Yeah, that's nice for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, I may lose you on this. Yeah, I hate musicals. But it's but the thing is, it's not a musical. He's just communicating it through music. And also the songs are very satirical. So he's got like one song called uh, White Woman's Instagram. Um, <laughs> and, and it is funny. It's like he makes a, a lot of good observational jokes really good observational comedy in my opinion so um if you've heard of Bo Burnham and you're a fan you should give give that a show a try okay uh, if you haven't heard of him but you've seen it on the internet you just want to see what it's about definitely give that a watch but I have a second recommendation okay which I think you might like a little bit more okay did you ever watch Never Have I Ever season one? Oh yes I did yeah so Never Have I Ever Season 2 is coming out when this podcast comes out. I think it will be about a week or so until it comes out. So there's some time if you haven't watched yeah. it to watch Season 1. Shows. When you're old and on your deathbed, whose naked body do you want to be picturing? Wouldn't I be thinking about my kids and grandkids and stuff? No, that's a myth. This is my last chance for an American high school boyfriend. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Paxton. That's why I have to figure out my boy situation stat. What's the alternative? You just date two guys until you move to India? Ben gets my super brainy side. Paxton gets my mega horny side. You kissing? Your father's ashes have barely begun to drift out to sea. I just got overcome with emotion. What are you going to do at my funeral? Just have sex on top of my grave? I pray it's a closed casket. Pay attention, eyes on me. Uh, the premise of this is that a young girl called Devi, uh, she is American, but her cult- culturally she's Indian. Um, her father's dies and she's like uh, sort of... Oh, it was lovely. Yeah, yeah it was it so now. beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was really, really nice. And she's sort of, in season one, she's like um, going, getting, getting through that and like those emotions and she's really angry and she's sad and she's all these things. And there's lots of like um, flashbacks to moments with her dad and stuff. And it's really sweet. And the tension between her mum and her with, with her father not being there anymore blah blah uh so that 
that's the first season. But when this second season, it's more about, it's less about that loss, even though that's still very prevalent and more about, okay, who is the teenager that she's going to be? So like, she's got boy issues, she's got all this kind of stuff. And it, it becomes more into its own in terms of like a YA fun teen show. And it's just yeah. a really good nice watch like Mindy Kaling's behind it the script is good it's funny it's really fun I really really like it so I've been watching that and that's been really good too I do love a YA type thing a YA book a YA show a YA film I think you'll really really like the second season I really like it a lot okay cool I'm looking forward to that um what about you a film I've got two Ooh. films actually okay. to suggest the first film is I'm sure everybody's seen it now because it's been trending for weeks and weeks fatherhood excuse me she's been like crying for hours sorry but this is a group for new mothers on that sign out there it says parents I'm a parent and I don't know what the hell I'm doing girl's got some stuff flying out of ass so she can either hit you with a streamer or she'll buckshot you it's a quick whop I need help I don't know how you're gonna do this if you could have only one parent, I wish you could have had your mom. Because she would have been better at it. And mommy was the best. It is such a lovely film. When What I say, I'm not spoiling it, this is like in the trailer. It's basically about a father who um, has to look after his kid by himself because the mother dies at childbirth. Mm-hmm. And then he has this child that he has to deal with. Not to deal with, that sounds good. Bad no, vibes. He has his kid he has to deal with. <laughs> but yeah, he has to raise his child by himself. It's just lovely. And it's been such a long time that I've watched a lovely film. Do you mm. know, like, films are so, like, traumatising now. And they take you through loops and, like, you kind of know exactly what's going to happen. You kind of yeah. know it all. But it's, it's just really nice. It's that a nice really film. Nice. Like, I cried in the first 10 minutes of it, of course. And then afterwards, you're just kind of watching this, like, father and child like grow a relationship and it's all the things I wish I had it was just it was just lovely here's my question for you so Kevin Hart stars in this film right yes he's the lead how is he because I've only ever seen him doing comedy and this sounds like quite a sad or at least it has emotional moments in the mm. film how is he with doing that more emotional side how you know, I that? genuinely think this is the best I've seen him do in the film really like ever and I've watched quite a few films because he does big massive blockbusters which you can't avoid mm-hmm. um so I think this and then followed by about last night it's probably the two films I've seen him that I was like he's so good in it he's so good in them mm. he's really good in this and I think do you know what it is I think because he's a father himself yeah okay, so you yeah. just you just see it it feels genuine it feels believable and I know this sounds really like like the little girl was a dark-skinned baby and that makes me so happy like mm. it, you just don't see that often like no. you like so much films and tv have two dark parents and somehow miraculously they have a mixed race child <laughs> yes. somehow that's actually so true <laughs> every single time but she's like a dark-skinned little girl which is brilliant and there's little parts of it where you can see her like look to camera just because she's a child but it's like she's an adorable child actress I absolutely love the film it was nice and I think I'll watch it again because it was just a nice film that's really I watched nice. it and I'd like ordered like a breakfast table Takeaway, and I just sat there watching it in my little takeaway. It was lovely. I had a great Aww, time watching that. that really enjoyed lovely. that. And the other one is called Cambilly, The Whole 30 Yards, which is a Nollywood film. I dreamt that I was going to, it's going to be my own boss lady, all powerful. Cambilly, you are late again. The I did not raise you this way, girl. My grandma practically raised me. I heard that. Did they swear for you? Give me my final warning letter. Final what? Final what? Chef Nicole Maniakin, eh, she not for 
and like all Nollywood films, it's about someone who is about to be 30 and is unmarried, of course, because that's what Nollywood is. <laughs> and how all the pressure and, you know, all of this, and she can't wait to get married, all of this. But it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's, um, and I say brilliant in terms of it's Nollywood brilliant. Um, it's just, it's a really good film. The actors in it are really good. Sorry, I know it sounds like I'm bad mapping Nollywood, but like it's no, not no, always no. great. Um, but yeah, it's done really well. It looks really well, and it's a nice film. So I would recommend that as well. It's called Can Billy the Whole Thirty Yards, and it's um, the, whole 30 the language is English, so it'll be fine. Nice, good recommendation. Oh, we've got a lot for people to watch there. I think we have, and it's quite varied as well. Very varied. Very varied. I, I absolutely love that I get to like watch shows on Netflix, and like part of my gig is to tell people to watch it. Like, like JD really like makes me so happy especially because you already watched so much tv exactly now i just get to like tell other people about it on a platform thank you guys thank you netflix thank you so much netflix <laughs> thank you netflix and thank you guys for listening be sure to tell more people to listen to it and get more recommendations we yes. are here on fridays every episode drops and be sure mm. to use the hashtag 1010 would recommend mm-hmm. anything you want to leave the people with this week gina do you know what i wanted to shout somebody out Okay. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna. But her name is. Have you seen her her tweet? And her name is Ola. Ola yeah. is amazing. Ola is absolutely brilliant. She tweets every. No, Ola is episode. absolutely brilliant. And do you know what? I've got a story about Ola that I just have to tell. So first lockdown, right? Okay. First lockdowns happened. Um, she's from the same area as me. Actually, I didn't know her before this. First oh. lockdowns happened. You know, all the hair shops were closed, mm. and my hair was in a, a dire state, a dire state, and I just wanted to do some braids, but mm. I didn't have enough extensions at home. Okay. But of course, all of the hair shops were closed. I'd started my braids, and extensions done. And oh, my hair no. was half raised, half my natural hair. Nightmare. And I tweeted, I was like, I'm not being funny or anything, but is anyone in the Essex area that's got <laughs> extension? <laughs> it was a desperate time and a time for community. Yeah. And then she replied, she was like, yeah, I have. So she like left some braids and um, extensions outside of her house for me and I picked it up. Oh my God. It was so lovely. And at the time as well, I'd like gone to like Asdis, look for a barefoot wine and I couldn't find any because it all went out because everybody bought all of the alcohol. Oh. And she had like a bottle and she gave me a bottle of her wine as well. Oh She's my god. Genuinely like the nicest oh human being ever. I know, so right? Nice. <laughs> what the hell? She's brilliant. Um, well, she's amazing. So shout out Ola every single time. Honestly, shout out Ola every single time because every single time I look at that hashtag, she tweets every episode. It's I'm brilliant. Like, I think she's great. Thanks so much, Queen. Uh so shout out to her. I just had to give give her, her flowers because she's really been she's keeping me going. It we makes, appreciate I'm like, you, honey. At least somebody's listening. She's listening to us. <laughs> she loves us. Um yeah, that's what uh that's the only thing that I had to add, really. Okay. And I'd like also to leave people with um Marvin is as good looking as she think he is. <laughs> yeah, that's facts <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, be is. too hot, be too hot to handle, be beautiful, <laughs> be you <laughs> guys. Not the fucking motivational speech. It's the motivational be too speech. Hot to be too hot to handle. Because that can mean so much. Yeah, yet so little and also be here next week when we're talking about Fear Street I love what you did there <laughs> you are a sensational host these lot are taking me out of my comfort zone it's all I'm saying and I'm going to do plenty of prayers before going into it yeah as you should I was as, like yeah. I, I'm very interested to see what Tanani's face is when we tell her what's in store so <laughs> get excited yeah. everyone 
so yeah if you're if you're here for anything next week it's for me to be uncomfortable exactly that's why you should be here but yeah i have been tolly talani i can't remember how i introduced myself when we first started but here's the thing about having two names you can go both ways um, exactly. you can find me on twitter and instagram at tolly underscore t gina. and you can find me on twitter instagram and tiktok at smile gina and you can find netflix uk at netflix uk on all platforms we'll see you next week bye bye